for a new episode, know you probably waiting Plant a seed in your brain, let me pollinate it And I'm not like the rest, I don't do the faking You are now tuned in to Broke Conversations Hey, hey, hey. What's poppin'? What's poppin'? What's poppin'? What's poppin'? I'm your host. I'm your host, OG Odie, and you are now tuned in to another very fucking special episode of Broke Conversations, the world's most poverty stricken podcast. We broke, you know what I'm saying? Um, last week and the week before that, I've been struggling with my intros and outros. I'm trying to get back on my shit, trying to bring structure and shit back. Hope everybody, before I even jump jump in the first topic, hope everybody's doing good, feeling good, got some, ah, shit, I forgot to roll my weed, but oh well, I roll after this. <laughs> um, hope everybody doing good, feeling good, I hope, you're, I hope you're, your emotional state is very full of, um, uh, Love and, and 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 you got a big capacity of under, of understanding because that's what we like most um in this world as human beings as it goes as it, and as it pertains today. But anyway, um, new angle. I done, I didn't switch the angle. Got a, got a new got a new picture picture up in here. I, I think I'm gonna just I'm gonna just sh- I'm gonna just shuffle every single week. Uh, a picture that I've done. I did this did this in the past, but um, but whatever. The, y- y- y'all ain't coming for for art review. Y'all came for the podcast. Anyway, let's jump right into the first topic. Um. My energy up today, man. I'm I'm focused. I feel good. Anyway, um, first first topic on the motherfucking docket. Migos will be dropping Culture Three on June 11th. Um, and as a prelude to that, they finally dropped the song Straightening. They've been they've been teasing it low key ever since Quavo and and Sweetie broke up. He he teased it on his on he te- he teased a, a snippet of the song on, on his page or whatever, and um ever since then I was eager to hear it. And the, and the thing about this song is, it literally it, it got the same like type of mood and, and and the same like type of vibe of other Migos songs that we have known to grow in love. But the thing about me and my and my views on the Migos, I thought that I didn't need that the culture didn't need. That's <laughs> funny I say that. I thought that the rap culture and people just didn't need um any more of their music be, be, because they, you know, they don't switch up their, they, they, they adapt. <sighs> let me, let me slow down through time. They have the, they have, they have developed their own little flows and pockets. They, they, they picked up a, f- a few things, but if you compare, um, a song like fight night to, to straightening or whatever, it's, it's, it's basically the same motherfucking concept. And I'm not mad at them for that, but normally when artists don't change and, and even it, it, it's, it's fucked up. I, I, I've said this shit time and time again. Normally when an artist, when an artist stays the same musically, he, he when an artist doesn't progress musically or on the other hand, when artists just changes throughout every album, fans are upset. And I have had to adjust my emotions to that shit. My nigga, my nigga, enjoy the motherfucking music. Our job is to enjoy it and possibly critique it if you got a platform like like I do, big or big or small. But um, but yeah. Um, this song "Straightening" has really reset my mind when 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 it comes to Migos making music. Like I said, I, in the past, I, y- y'all y'all heard me if, if y'all been avid listeners. Is I said it time and time again. I don't think that we need a, another Migos project uh culture. I really didn't think we needed culture too. I ain't gonna cap and I'm 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 gonna stick with that. But we we did have a few songs of the summer that, you know, helped us usher usher in that shit. And I and honestly, them dropping now when everything is open back up and, and honestly um after a bunch of big artists is gearing up to drop Drake is Drake Drake is gearing up to drop he dropped a snippet um for cert, for certified lover boy but last time I checked I think he pushed it back I thought it was gonna post a drop in January or February or even March or some shit but whatever um 
this this song straightening and the, and the music video. This, this shit got me hype. This shit got me hype. This shit this shit this shit got me feeling nostalgic, man. It got me feeling like um no label two vibes. You know what I'm saying? Like I know I know they coming with that energy, and I know that they been progressing and working behind the scenes with, with other people and shit like that. Shout out to motherfucking Migos. But speaking of um working behind the scenes with other people, you know what I'm saying? Um, Sean Kingston, um. I, <laughs> Judging on who my demographic is and and what type of what type of music you listen to, you you may or may not know who that is. Um, Sean Kingston, um, back in the day, if, if if you recall, he made a song called "Beautiful Girls." Damn, all these beautiful girls only want to do your dirt. That how you, that that song, that song, and and I know that shit is probably universally known. And if you don't know it, you need to do some motherfucking research. Sean Kingston is that nigga. But anyway, um, Sean Kingston talks about plotting his comeback. Um. For a new out al- for a new album called Deliverance. After eight years of um of no albums dropping, but he he still has been consistent. He he he's been dropping singles. And I think um for I think he took like a five year period off between like twenty thirteen and and I don't know five years after that. It, it 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 was a small little gap within the singles and shit. But ever since then, I, I looked down in his catalog. He been every every single year giving us multiple singles. And and and, he, and this is what you should do. Don't ever just go. Dark, like I guess, like a lot of people in the rap game say, Jay Electronica did. Jay took Jay Electronica took off like ten years for a motherfucking album. You know what I'm saying? But, but I, I, I guess I don't know. I don't know. I, and 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 another thing, um, and another reason why Sean, um, what was even on this eight year hiatus, not dropping any albums, just just dropping singles and shit like that, was he was dropping, um, he was writing songs for other people like Chris Brown and, and Lil Mosey and other people like that. And honestly, um, he dropped, he dropped, he recently dropped a single called Darkest Times featuring G, G Herbo, and I listened to that like three or four times before I even cut on these cameras and shit like that. And honestly, I can really hear the Lil Mosey in influence I, I i can hear that i because honestly when Lil mosey first came out i really didn't respect him and i don't know it's just you, you get a certain vibe from artists or whatever and shit like that but i i don't know what it was Lil mosey music never connected with me you know what i'm saying on a on a sonic level you know what i'm saying but me hearing um sean kingston on this darkest time shit he, he, he was spilling out all the demons that, that he had to fight and and you know all and the positions that, that he had that he had to put himself in and also um when i when i read this article um i believe it was on i believe it was on hip no 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 i believe it was on hot hot new hip-hop go 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 check this out read, read this whole article but anyway um Another thing that he said in this article is he had he had a few conversations or a conversation with Jay Z and Jay Z told him uh, Jay Z told him verbatim, um, and, and I quote: "This is what Sean Kingston said. I met Jay Z in Dubai, um, and me and Jay Z was chopping it up, and he told me, no matter what you do, just keep going, keep God first." Kingston recalls telling Kingston recalls Hove telling him, um, and also just stay just stay at it whether it's music or business ideas or real estate or whatever just keep capitalizing and become a better person and i feel like that's always stuck to me stuck with me that's what um kingston has to say about the, about the whole situation i mean he's right he's right you know what i'm saying if you if, if you remain stagnant if you're not trying to break into other other industries cuz that that's the name of the game that's the name of the game the the fame the fame the fame shit used to be used to be amazing singer or amazing guitar soloist or whatever and that's literally all you got to do but no 
nope, nope. Nowadays, since the attention span is so motherfucking short, you have to be multi multifaceted. And honestly, it's it's not a bad thing. It's just gonna progress the culture that much that much more because we need to put that that much more work in to really get that true recognition and get the streams and shit like that. You know, get millions and billions of streams so that can calculate. Um, similar to um how it used to be when artists were selling shit, selling CDs and albums out of their trunk and shit, like, like in the New York days, and even even down south, Master P and, you know, uh, other big moguls like that. So, um, shout out to Sean Kingston. I will be most definitely checking out this album, man, and you can, y'all can probably expect the album review from me, for real. For real, because, um, yeah, man, in my childhood, my sister, I, I used to always listen, but before I even had a smartphone, I, 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 I got a, I got my first smartphone in sixth grade, so I wasn't, really up on the newest music and shit like that always as soon as it dropped 12 midnight you know what i'm saying I, I used to always listen to the radio and shit like that and, and also listen to the cds that my sister had and she would have you know records like that play, play that song had a had a few albums had a few albums from from him as well and i just soaked up all the motherfucking game i never knew the name of it but you know when you grow and you get older and you hit us you happen to hear the song again on the radio or whatever you know type that shit in google and you know yeah but anyway I'm not I'm I'm not going um harp too much on on this. Shout out to motherfucking Sean Kingston and shout out to Deliverance the album that he will, that he will be dropping um presumably soon, presumably soon. Um and yeah. Let's move on to the next topic. Now I want to get into the um would you risk it segment. <laughs> For today's topic on the um, for today's topic on the motherfucking would you risk a segment, I got an article. I'm about to read it right now. I got this shit from World Star Hip Hop. Go check it out. I'm about to be citing my sources, nigga. Anyway, um, 23 year old, 23 year old Brazilian singer, um, MC Kevin fell to his death off a of five four five story hotel room after fearing his wife would catch him in a threesome. Um, and this and and honestly, I. Mentally, I, I had a tug of war with myself. Like, oh, I don't want to do this because it's kind of sad and whatever. But honestly, from from if you're not learning from other people's lived experiences and shit like that, like it, it, it's kind of a kind of a lot to break down here. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, but honestly, the the biggest the biggest point is the, the biggest point and and the main reason that I even wanted to bring this up is um. First of all, RP to MC Kevin, you know, it's crazy. I would never wish that on somebody. It's just crazy. And I'm not and I'm not um bringing this up to make the poke fun. I'm 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 not doing that. I'm let's 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 remove let's take the jewels and the lessons from this shit. Um and and the biggest lesson I I could say that he that he paid with his life in, in for us to, for us to see in, in this specific situation is Whatever decision, especially niggas in my generation or younger, I'm 21. If you do not know, I'm 21. Niggas that are my age and younger, I know that I'm built different. I kind of, I kind of got an older soul and shit like that. I'm not really as prone to the bullshit as, as most people, but especially our generation, my nigga, we need to be okay and accept and accept the outcomes that come with the decisions that you make. If you choose to cheat, fine, fine. Let's let let's work on being honest. That nigga probably had ample opportunity before he even texts um those two bitches to, to meet up for the threesome. He had ample opportunity to be like, hey, this is what first of all, um, come to his wife and be like, this is what I want to do. Um, um, I want to have a divorce, or I want you to be all right with it, and and, and I'm gonna keep it low key so we we don't have to deal with 
the headlines and you, you know shit like that. I'm, I'm, I, that's that's if, if you're gonna do some shit, that's the motherfucking way to do it. Don't risk your motherfucking life because because I'm honestly like if we could if we could revive MC Kevin. And we asked him, okay, which would you rather um happen? <laughs> would you rather get a divorce from your wife? Worst case, or actually, I mean, would you rather get a divorce from your wife or die jumping off of a fucking building? And 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 and, and the reason why he did it is um, Demar read an article. He was trying to jump from a five story uh uh I guess ledge or whatever onto another building just so you know he, he was out of reach of his wife first of all the 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 amount of fear this had to be the first time this has ever happened to him like I I don't understand like bro take your L on the chin you 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 would still be you would still you know be here to motherfucking live and it, and it's really sad that we got to this is really sad that I, I got to fuck I got to report on this you know what I'm saying but my nigga the biggest the biggest motherfucking the the biggest motherfucking thing you can take from this is, like, just be straight up with who you, especially if, if you with somebody which you're married with, or, or you in a long term relationship. I, I I'll even put that out there. Be motherfucking honest. Communicate. Once communication is gone on one side, the relationship is up in smoke. Whether somebody cheated, whether whether it was emotional cheating, whatever the fuck, whatever the fuck, and and now. Y'all tell me. Leave a review in the motherfucking comments. If you're not listening to this on you on YouTube, please go go check go check out the uh the YouTube page. Like, comment, subscribe, hit that notification button. You you know you know, and, and yeah, let me know. Would you risk jumping off? And, and even if, even if best case scenario he didn't die, he was just maimed, like he couldn't walk or or he couldn't use his hands. Like, would you risk that just for your just for your wife? Nah, I'd rather just take the L on chin. And 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 and, I, and let's even spin this scenario. Maybe his wife was abusive. I'm not. I'm. I'm not trying to put that on her, but look, I'm. I'm just trying to think of reasons why he would risk that shit, risk his motherfucking life. Like, unless she was. I don't. I just don't understand it, my nigga. I don't understand it. Like a woman. It. It wasn't even a life or death situation. And 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 then later when later when I read an article, um, it, it was like um. His wife wanted to slap the mistresses, but didn't. So she wasn't even aggressive towards them. So that would lead me to believe that she wasn't really going to put that energy towards him. I mean, fuck it. Just get a motherfucking divorce. But, man, all I got to say is, and I'm going to end this shit. Be, take accountability for your actions, my nigga. Weigh out, weigh out the options, my nigga. Like, bro, because you, you, you could end up in a situation like this where you, you literally don't have another chance or, or don't have another breath to reconcile or, or even make a better fucking decision, man. Think about what you're doing before you do it, man. RP to MC Kevin, man. That, that's, it, it's, it's really sad. That, it's really sad. But anyway, um, on to darker news. Um, <laughs> well, I, I, guess, I guess it's kind of lighter. Kim, Kim Potter. Kim Potter. I, I don't know if y'all remember um, a few weeks ago I, I, I reported on this. This was the police officer, the woman police officer that shot, um, that shot somebody that, that was that was um, resisting arrest and trying to get away in a car, um, with a gun and claiming that it was a taser. Oh, I'm, oh, I, I, I didn't know that this, but obviously that was wrong and that was a lie because a gun is way heavier than a taser. So yeah, 
just just to, just to get just to get y'all up on up on speed. Kim Potter, Kim Potter, the former I'm I'm, I'm a reiterator. The former Kim Potter, the former officer charged in the fatal shooting of Dante Wright, will reportedly be on trial later this year. Great news. Potter was charged with second-degree manslaughter, which carries a maximum sentence of 10 years. She was not charged with murder. On Monday, oh, shit. On Monday, <laughs> here we go. I can't read. <laughs> on Monday, Hen, Henny Penn, oh, okay, I'm, I'm going to say that. And on Monday, Henny Penn Court District Court Judge Rena Chu ruled that the trial can be can begin on December 6th. I don't want, I don't know why they fucking waiting so long that but whatever. Um though it, though it may experience future delays. And, and I quote this and I and I quote, I think it's to the benefit for everyone to try to expedite this case and come to a quick resolution or tri um or trial as quickly as possible, says Chu. Says um Regina Chu. Um great news. Oh, oh, why am I even clapping? Great, 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 great news, man. Great news, man. Great news. We 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 love to hear. We love to see it. Fuck that shit. Justice should be served, and and I hope and I hope that we 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 can most definitely do that. I don't know why they wait until fucking December. Don't don't. Whatever. I I I just don't understand why they wait. Why they wait so long? Whatever. Whatever. Maybe it's COVID fucking with the judicial system. Whatever the fuck. Whatever excuse they want to make. Um. Yeah, man. Um, I think that she should be charged with at least two things. So just in case they try to let her off easy on one charge, she can she can catch the backlash on another thing. But nah, fuck that shit, fuck that shit, man. And and, and I doubt that she gonna get ten years. She probably gonna get three and and, and get probation or whatever. Knowing knowing the American ju judicial system. But listen, th th this is good news. I did and, and I and I didn't expect to see this headline so fucking quick. I thought that they was gonna drag it out. Oh, oh we fired her and that's good enough. No, a uh, life was taken and fuck that shit. Like 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 I said on that on the, on the episode when I talked about this uh, earlier, um, some jobs cannot make mistakes. Pilots can't make mistakes. Um, um, nuclear power plants they can't make mistakes. That will kill hundreds if not thousands of people. Like you know what I'm saying? Like like the army can't make mistakes and accidentally drop an atom bomb on Washington D.C. while trying to fly to another country and or, or, for whatever you know what I'm saying? Like yo. Some jobs cannot make mistakes, and hell fucking no. You need to be responsible, especially when it was on fucking camera for everybody, for everybody, uh, for everybody to see. So fuck Kim Potter, fuck Kim Potter, and hopefully she gets ten or more. Hopefully she gets twenty five to life for real. I hope, hope, hope we we, we can expedite and, and and get this process going. But yeah, man, sh sh man, yeah, this, this is what we need. This is what we need. Um. On to the on 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 to the next topic. De Delaware State University will cancel seven hundred uh, <laughs> seven hundred thirty seven hundred thirty thousand six hundred and fifty five dollars in student loans for recent graduates hit hard by the COVID nineteen pandemic. Um, for more than two hundred and twenty people, the school announced this week. Wow. Wow. This is a lot of money, close, close to a million, close to a million of, uh, close to a million dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like three quarters of a million, roughly. That's this is this is gonna affect those two. This is gonna affect those 220 people very drastically. Like, man, th this this make me wish that I actually tried to go to motherfucking college. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause 
every a lot of people they they get these grants and they get these parties and shit like that. This is really good to hear, but but I hope every I hope everybody that I hope those two hundred and twenty people that were affected by this shit. I really hope that they take time and and examine what they want to do with their life, and I really hope that they choose the path that they chose in school because if not, it's I, I'm. It, if not, it's a it's a W anyway. But man, we seldom hear about schools giving back and shit like that. Cause cause man, you can you can you can go look up the national debt right now, and I don't even think that has nothing to do with school. I think it, or, or or maybe 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 it's a combination. But you, you you can look up the national college college debt and and the national U S debt. You know what I'm saying in a whole, and it's like trillions of motherfucking dollars growing by that second, by the hour, by the minute, hundreds of thousands, hundreds of thousands, and 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 honestly. I don't even understand why websites and, and, and shit like that exist because when it, like, I understand this is the number, but when are we going to start making loans and payments back? But I I guess, but I, I know for a fact, if and when that day, that day come, we, it, it's, it's going to affect our pockets. It's probably going to affect taxes federally, stately, uh, federally and on, and on the state level. So who, who knows if, if that shit will, if that shit will ever happen. If, if whoever the United States or all the countries, whoever we owe, will even press us for that shit. You know what I'm saying? So um but 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 anyway, shout out to motherfucking Delaware Delaware State University, my nigga. Like, yeah, this, this is big. This is super big and I hope everybody affected can use this shit. Because even if you was pardoned from from your college debt, use the shit, my nigga. Use it. You use your experience. You you use what you've learned and um make a motherfucking better world, period. Um oh man. R.P. to Paul Mooney, man. Rest in peace to Paul Mooney. Um, Paul Mooney wrote on Sanford and Son. He, he he wrote for he wrote for Richard Pryor. He 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 was on the Chappelle show for for a bunch of skits. Like Paul Mooney is a super funny and a super niche t- type of comedy though, because <laughs> because honestly, Paul Mooney has always and, and never or as long as I've known him in his career or whatever, I haven't known him ever since he first started. But from from what I've seen from him in my short 20, 21 years of life, um, he's really deep in race politics and, and, and talking about the wrong for doing that black people have went through and particularly by the hands of white people, you know, and and a lot of people, they don't like that. It's too controversial. Uh, they, they don't want to air him on TV and shit like that. Shit, I, I, I was just listening to um a, a breakfast club. No, my bad. Uh, br- a brilliant, a brilliant idiots podcast with Charlemagne, the God and, and Andrew Schultz. And, um, and, and Charlemagne said that back in 2011, they, they did a, a breakfast club interview with Paul Mooney, but it never aired. Um, I can think of many reasons why I wasn't there because he, he, he was on there talking that shit. And, 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 and even if you didn't like the content that it was making, which I did a lot, don't, don't get me wrong. I did, but just the fearlessness, man, the fearlessness and, and the, and the speaking his truth and speaking the, the, the truth of, of other, of other black people. You know what I'm saying? He never, he never spoke about black people. Um, like, Oh, we can never, um, improve be, because the white man foot on it. No, it was it, it was never that disposition. It was like, yeah, this this is the shit that we went through, but we can still find um the the rainbow after the rain. We we we've been through it. We seen we seen slavery. We've seen Jim Crow laws. We've seen all, all this other shit. But we 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 still shine and we still are our beautiful selves. And at the same time, he called out niggas who we thought was coons. I love that shit. I love that shit. Like so unapologetic, man. That that's he was he was so fucking pure, so purely unapologetic. Like fuck, literally, 
fuck you if you don't like what I'm saying. And 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 it's so crazy because a, a, a lot of people have have, have said and and we we and I and I've even seen I've, I've seen video videos and and clips of Paul Mooney on stage and white people getting uncomfortable and leaving. He like yeah yeah get, get the fuck out if you don't like it get them out get the fuck out. And I like that shit man. I like that tenacity that animosity and and the older he got he still kept that shit. I love that. Whatever you believe in, I just I just want to go go as hard for my <laughs> for whatever I believe in this podcast and shit, this music shit, as, 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 and sh- and just give it all like Paul Mooney did, man. Shout out to fucking Paul Mooney, man. R.P. 79, 79 years old. I'm, I'm I saw a report that he died of a heart attack. However, he died, man. Seventy nine years old. I really hope that I can make it to I can make make it to that age and 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 accomplish half the shit. Half the shit that 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 he's done, and 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 just affect so many people positively and even negatively. Fuck you if you don't like it. Fuck you. But one but one thing that Paul Mooney never did was fucking tell a lie. I've never heard him tell a lie. I've never heard him say something that couldn't be googled or backed the fuck up. So respect him or hate him. R.P. to Paul Mooney, man. R.P. Man, that was he was one of my favorites. The 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 Dave the Dave specifically for me, the Dave Chappelle skits and the and the. Um, Negro Domus and oh man, man, or, or um, ask ask a black man that was on season one. That that was so amazing, man. Just uh, I I I love his aura and shit like that. And 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 his death it, it's most definitely gonna influence me to um go back in into his catalog and and actually see how see how deep it was and shit like that. You know because he wasn't mainstream because of his dis because of his disposition and stuff like that. That that makes a hundred percent sense. People will probably most definitely want to blackball somebody like that. But you know what I'm saying? R. Peter Paul Mooney, legends never die. His his imprint, Richard Pryor like I said, Richard Pryor, Dave Chappelle and, and writing on Sanford and Son, writing writing with um Dave Chappelle and and uh, Richard Pryor. And um and yeah. Shout out to Paul Mooney. Rest in peace. And yeah, man. Yeah, man. Mm. Thank you for everything you provided to us, Paul Mooney. Oh, shit, my bad. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, really. Really. Thank you. Thank you, Paul Mooney. For real. Um, Moving on. Last topic on the month. Damn, this shit. That shit was uh quick. I should have uh, left my other memory card and I switched it out. Fuck it, it's all good. Um, I've been um late, 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 lately, lately I've been um. Oh my shit! Yeah, there we go. Lately, um, lately I, I I've been um. With this next topic. I want to I want to speak about my writing process and, and shit like that and and just just me moving in music as a whole. Lately, I've been well not lately these past couple months and shit. I've been working on my wordplay just off off the off, off the top of my head and shit like that. And um and I realized that and and honestly I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna, and I'm gonna get back what I'm get back to what I'm saying. Recently, um J Cole did a podcast with KD, um and this other dude, I'm I'm sorry, I I, I, for, I forgot that nigga name, but any anyway, um, J Cole recently did a podcast uh, around the time, 
around the time that he dropped the offseason, and, and, and he was just giving his, his his perspective on how how he even got to where to where he was lyrically lyrically and and just emotionally when he made the offseason when, when he was going through he was talking about creative processes that that he was going through and shit like that making beats and shit like because because you know J Cole he's not just an artist. He, he he's a producer and shit like that. He 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 he, he probably even writes songs for other people. You know what I'm saying? But um, um, listening to that, it it really helped me pick up and identify the true, the true characteristics of a motherfucking of a motherfucking rapper. You know what I'm saying? Like he it, it's 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 relatability. It's 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 being lyrical at the same time. Punchlines, hard shit, and storytelling. You know what I'm saying? Th- those are really the four pillars that make the best rappers the best rappers because I, I i was having a conversation with um with somebody a few days ago and i said no matter where you go in history of hip-hop the best storytellers have always i mean the the best artists have always been the best hip-hop rappers artists have always been the best storytellers Always slick rig like nas like nas fucking made a song called rewind he's he 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 painted a murder scene backwards, like from beginning to end. Like that is amazing, man. That is amazing. But but anyway, I I say I say all that to, uh, I say all that to say this, man. Um, I've been analyzing myself and where I want to be in this rap game and shit, where, in in the future and shit like that. I've, I've been analyzing this shit, and I've come to the conclusion that um, I need to start writing physically like on a piece of paper because because normally in the in the past when i when i write when i write songs my process goes something like this i just i i'm just living life and i'm, I'm going throughout life and i and i may i may turn to be or, or if not I, I may just i may just get an idea a random idea that i think is profound and i just write that down in my notepad and then when i pick a beat or whatever i i i turn that into four bars or, or eight bars or whatever but now but now I want to switch up, especially since I dropped You Don't Know My Name. You Don't Know My Name uh, remix, it's not a freestyle. You, you, you Don't Know My Name uh, remix, it's, it, if you're on YouTube, it's, it's, it's on this page now, so click, click, click that shit if, if, if you, uh, if you, if you want to see it or whatever, but um, as soon as I laid my last words on that song, I knew that my writing process will be forever changed, because I, I, I want to write differently, I, I, I I wanna, I wanna be able to freestyle off top of the head, come in the booth, and honestly, I've been sharpening, I've been sharpening up my mind and my skill. Like that sh- freestyling is effortless, effortlessly, effortless to me now. Um, I still got a couple benchmarks that I want to do. I, I, I want to be able to turn on any song and rap it beginning to end, no mess ups. So, and, and right now, when I'm in my zone or, or when I'm motherfucking focused, which it, which it don't take much to to get me there. Um. I can I can I can rap over about half a song and and, and I'm gonna say half a four minute song. I, I I can rap I can rap and I can story tell for about two minutes on a on a four minute song without messing up majorly or, or without messing up and bringing it right back because that that that's another thing, man. Confidence got to be there and even if you fuck up, it don't matter. Bring that bar right back. Say it, you know what I'm saying. Get get back in the flow and pocket of shit. A lot of rappers, even maybe even professional rappers. When they mess up, they're like, oh, shit, nah, fucked up. No, no, no. You, you get it back. Get You know what I'm saying? It, recovery, especially when, when you when you get into different genres of rap, like battle rap and shit like that, recovery is everything. Recovery is everything. You, you're never going to say everything 100% right. You know what I'm saying? So um, I, I'm, I'm finally at a point where I feel comfortable um, 
with my freestyle ability. That, that's dope. But now I want to actually put pen to paper for the first time. And last night, that's what I did. I wrote like nine, I wrote like nine bars to this beat that I'm about to play y'all. And um this was my first attempt at writing at, at actually writing something to it, listening to it be over and over again and actually sitting down and writing something. And, and I, and I, and I really got something from it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm more emotionally connected to these, to these words and shit like that. I'm more, it, it's, it's a different dynamic than just typing and, and texting the shit in. Cause in, yeah, anybody could do that. But me, especially me being young, our generation, if we, if we even do right, it, it's always on the phone. It's always, you know, but, but that, that's not the most efficient way to do it because you, you could, you could get a motherfucking phone call or, 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 you know what I'm saying? Or, or, or get a motherfucking DM and then, and then your thought is just, oh damn, I, I forgot how I was going to say that. So from, from, from now on, I'm about to, I'm about to take a couple months or, or matter of fact, I, I, well, not even a couple months. I'm, 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 I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to incorporate writing into the rest of my career. Like I've set, I've set a goal that, um, even if, even if even if I'm not dropping a song, I want to write to songs that I'm I, I may not even put out put out period. But I need to sharpen up my pen, literally. You know what I'm saying? J j just so it can be there, and just so I can make adjustments. Because when it's on paper, it's it's easier just to just to scratch it out and 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 and, and replace words and shit like that. Because because even I, I I'll, I'll even share this. Even with me, I find myself sometimes saying um words too much, just like um. I say like too much. Um, not when speak. Well, when I'm speaking, yeah. I, I say like too much when I'm rapping. I say you too much. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's a few other words, but writing it, 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 it this shit is, it has changed my motherfucking perspective. But, but before I even um uh, get get too uh before I even get get too deep in this, I'm 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 gonna go ahead and uh rap to y'all the bars that um that I wrote last night and. And I want to see what y'all think, you know what I'm saying? Nine bars. Yeah. Yes, sir. Don't matter how you start, if you finish strong, bad habits ensure that you're living wrong. When it's static, best advice that you don't get involved You can't accomplish anything if your will is strong Too many mysteries lost, never getting soft What's the price of your dreams? Can you foot the cost? Think about fantasies, won't candy can't <clears throat> Think about fantasies, won't candy paint on cars? Way too many joy thieves, afraid to take a loss I can see through the mask, suggest you take it off Yeah, suggest you take it off Yeah, yeah, nigga, yeah, yeah Oh man, I love that shit, I ain't gonna lie I ain't gonna lie, and and listen, that, that, like I said, that, that, this is my first motherfucking attempt. I, I I I love I love each and every one of these bars, like I I, I do, like I I I love I love this shit, and and I, and I and I love the fact that I'm actually showing, I'm I'm I'm, I'm giving y'all the game that I picked up just just doing this shit, cause cause honestly, if you're not if you're just hoarding this shit to yourself, you can become the greatest rapper, or whatever, but. My shit is 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 bigger than motherfucking talent. I'm I'm trying to make a motherfucking imprint that lasts even after I die, my nigga. Like like that, that, that's what I'm trying to do. So I, I I hope if you are an artist or whatever, or or if you know an artist, motherfucking put them on to um the 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 game I be spitting, man. I, I do I do not talk about shit that I do not know. I do not talk about shit that shit shit that I motherfucking do not know. Anyway, um, 
that was a uh, that was the non bark man. I ain't gonna lie, I'm I'm, I'm hype. I'm, I might even I might even fin- I might even finish and, and write write a whole shit to this song. Yeah, I, that, that's yeah, that, that's what I'm gonna do. But anyway, um, before I do that, I appreciate each and each and every one of you for uh taking this time to sit down and share this motherfucking moment with me. I really appreciate it. I put my all in this shit. I've been consistent ever, ever since I, if y'all can see me on YouTube, I've been consistent ever since I got this camera, bro. I have not, ooh, I, I love myself for that. Uh, self-love, you gotta love it, nigga. You gotta love it, nigga. <laughs> but listen, though, listen, though, I, I, I appreciate each each and every one of y'all, my nigga, like, and 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 yeah, man. This this has been the Broke Conversations podcast. This has been the Broke Conversations podcast, the world's most poverty stricken podcast. You know what I'm saying? I'm your host OG Odie, and you know what I'm saying? Um, love one another, do one to others as you would want them to do on you, and yeah, man. Peace, love, unity, out. For a new episode, know you probably waiting Plant a seed in your brain, let me pollinate it And I'm not like the rest, I don't do the faking You are now tuned in to Broke Conversations